Diaz won the gold medal in the Olympics, it wasn't only individual Filipinos singing her praises, but brands and companies too. They call this moment marketing, and we're seeing more and more of it these days. But when do these kinds of ads cross the line from being clever to being exploitative? I'm Marguerite De Leon, and in this episode of I've Got an Opinion, Rapper's podcast on ordinary people with extraordinary views, I speak with Ming Lagman, a content strategist and fitness buff who has a bone to pick with these kinds of ads. Is it enough to pledge millions in pesos and products to people like Heidelin? Is there a better way? Let's find out. Hi, Ming. Welcome to I've Got an Opinion. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Hi, Margie. How are you? I'm glad to be here, actually. <laughs> yes. Uh, full disclosure, Ming, uh, as a former rappler and a friend of mine, so uh, pasensya na kung weird yung ano namin, rapport. Kung <laughs> hindi <bang>. professional. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, before we get started, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, as Margie mentioned, I was a former rappler. I used to work in the digital communications department, but... Before that, I have been working in marketing for around seven, six years. And it's a mix between brand marketing. So I've had my share of working with retail as the brand person as well. And now mostly agency and freelance consultancy for digital marketing. So, oh yeah, but now... I am working with a company for digital marketing. You are also a sporty person. Yeah. <laughs> could, you sh- could you share a little more about uh, that aspect of you? Oh, yeah. I write fitness articles. <laughs> so, and yeah, it's sporty. I've been in the... I've been in the sports community for a while, mostly running triathlon, my endurance sports. Also, uh, yeah. Endurance sports mostly. I used to compete in swimming in college. <laughs> but yes, now carried over lang to a career in writing fitness articles for a publication, <laughs> for a local publication. So I hope you endure this interview just fine. <laughs> okay, yeah, so get into the terms of weightlifting. Sige. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first off, Ming, what exactly is moment marketing? Uh, well, moment marketing is exactly what it sounds like it's marketing right in the moment and it really rides on trend another term for moment marketing actually is called trend jacking which we're familiar with also in rappler because again like we especially us before in social media we look at trends or what do you call this uh, topics that are really really making rounds in yeah. social media and developing our own content around it. Mm-hmm. So in the terms, in the context of brands and marketing naman, it's basically taking a part of your message as a brand, as a business and everything, and mixing it to align with whatever the message or the trending topic is. So right. um, finding an angle to insert your brand basically, is what drives moment marketing. Okay. So, uh, if anybody wants an example, the most recent instance, and actually the reason why I thought up of this topic, um, were all the ads that came out once Heidel and Diaz won the gold 
medal for weightlifting just a few days ago. Um, like the moment na nanalo siya, like just, I don't know, like minutes after, diba? All yeah. these uh, brands came out, like Facebook palang, they started. Uh, uh, yung pinaka basic is like congratulating her. And then there are more witty ones. Like I remember the, there's this, uh, there's this Hopia brand na ginawang Hopia yung barbell. Oh no, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- I caught that one, but I caught ano Starbucks one. Starbucks as ah yeah, yung co- coffee yeah. rings as ano Olympic rings, de ba? Ayon. Yeah, so mean, those are some of the many many examples of uh, moment marketing in Heidelin Diaz's ano context. So, uh, what was your initial reaction to these ads? Um, well, Nijerk, I'm not gonna lie. I was happy because, like, it was celebrating Heidelin. Those congratulatory posts, I think, I know, uh, they're really, they're really good to show the spirit of the brand in support, de Because, like, let's not deny, naman, the Olympics was really a very well watched and monitored event of the time, and uh, yeah, at the time. And again, while there was no assurance that. Hedilin was gonna win. It was just that if you followed her career long enough, you know that she's been really inching her way towards that yeah. gold. So it's just, I think, honestly, a matter of time for her to get it. So, ayun, yeah. Knee jerk happy for Hedilin in celebration, of course. No brand, I think, right now would want to deny celebrating Hedilin naman. It's. Uh, <laughs> It yeah, it goes beyond naman the brand and the marketing. Yeah, but it's it's generally like a good thing to celebrate. Period. Yeah. So, but, but then like when I as I saw more and more come in, you know, um, especially uh, brands that you know don't really show a participation or following for sports, I started getting a bit. I don't know, like oh. Okay, like, uh, medyo may hint, hint na of, I know, bandwagon support. Right. And, yun, I, and I guess, like, it it gets more and more, or it starts to look more and more like bandwagon support, especially as the um, the brands that showed monetary support, product support rolled out, and, well, you know how it went. Uh-oh. Yeah, you actually mentioned that um, there's another aspect of uh, there's another kind of ad that came out, uh, which is the monetary support when the brand announces that oh we're giving Heidelin like may mga milk tea brands now oh we're giving milk tea to her for a year uh, or for life or whatever. There's this one of the, the first one of the first brands I, I remember doing that was uh, Eastwood Bayon. Parang they gave a condo. Agad-agad yeah. to Heidelin. I believe that was Mega World at Mega World. Uh, so, yun. Um, and and and, and basa all, all these brands and all these corporations. Uh, kung hindi products as in pera talaga as in flat out yeah. cash prices. And there's even a meme I saw na uh, there's there are the faces of the other Filipino Olympians na bakama nalo pa ng gold. Tapos like. <laughs> It's a picture of ano uh, Jordan Peele sweating kasi ano baka, <laughs> uh-oh, baka shit, pa natin yung ibang mananalo yun. So um, how do you feel like, is there a difference between how you feel about those kinds of ads that, that give compensation versus those that don't? For me my stand on that is if you want to give support well and good, right? Like these athletes have been working their butts off 
to train they train every day hours on end it's it's a different kind of job compared to definitely anyone who I mean if you're putting it against an office worker it's definitely yeah. a different kind of effort diba right? yeah. and the pressure got to bring home the gold and to quote unquote bring honor to your country diba right? um that's fine well and good it's just that i feel like all of it comes belatedly so f- by that i mean if we look at the sports industry it's and you i won't be the first to say this like a lot of people will say this who follow sports love them of course show their admiration for athletes will tell you that a lot of these brands um show support rather you know parang when it when the win happens and you have to ask yourself then apart from celebration celebrating of course and congratulating hidelin diba what is the reason behind that kasi if you had wanted to show support for hidelin it would have been better during her preparations kasi that's when she was calling for it that's when any athlete will call it. for it diba that's when yeah. she needed it that's where all the funds will go the preparation and what not i mean the olympics itself already has a pretty hefty price so to just pile on top of that feels a bit yeah. ano na lang parang Ha, parang thought na lang alam oh, mo yeah. and yeah I'm sure Hedelin appreciates it you know and myself as a marketer also well if I had the budget I wouldn't lie I'd probably also show my support to Hedelin but again like as brands I think it would really be I mean the better show of support would be to really provide what the athlete needs in terms of training from I mean, from our humble beginnings pa lang. Yeah. So, ayun. Yeah, it's it's welcome. But again, I can't help but feel like it's a bit belated. And mm-hmm. it's like that that sorry that came after, I mean, you've moved on. So, <laughs> ayun. Well, may hugot pa. Well, no, no. naman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so interestingly enough, there is one, at, at least one uh, company that decided to... Uh, take yung attack nila by, uh, what do you call this, criticizing fellow brands for jumping on the bandwagon for, ano, for trend jacking. And uh, I'm talking about yung Orocan ad, which yeah. uh, says like, uh, uh, how, how does it go again? Parang wag tayo magplastikan dito or something. Like, parang let's, uh. let's face it, uh, you, all of you are using Heidelin's um, image uh, just to further your brand. So, um, magprangkahan na tayo, parang ganun. Uh, so, on one end, it is clever because it actually, diba, parang goes meta, it goes outside of itself and uh, points something out that's happening in the advertising industry, which is, uh, lalo na dito sa Pilipinas, is a bit rare, diba, parang to, to really be that brash and that uh, what you call this to point fingers diba hindi siya hindi siya masyadong ginagawa dito but on the other hand some people think then na um, isn't that just yung nga, the pot calling the kettle black na okay sige you call these people out but at the same time this clever ad of yours actually also serves as a great ad for you so aren't you just like 
ano, are you just like um, doing exactly what you are criticizing others for? Parang it's like this endless cycle. So, uh, when you first saw that Orokan ad, like how did you feel about that? <laughs> when I saw this Orokan ad, uh, I have to give it to them that it was made again, plastic. Time of plastic and nito. But then, I, I was I was taken aback actually, because like as you said, it's a bit ironic that they are pointing out or calling out other brands, although indirectly and no no specific mentions. They called out other brands for riding on Hidelin's clout, but then for them to ride on the clout, other brands were getting. For supporting Hidelin feels a little bit like a a contradiction to what they were trying to say or trying to point out. And again, like I, I mentioned to you this prior to I don't know to guesting that uh, what do you call this? Hindi talaga common sa atin yung pagkakal out sa other brands because actually we have regulations against brands directly mentioning other brands and comparing it. That's why. Historically, yung mga TVCs natin, di ba? They're always brand X versus brand Y. It's yeah. never a direct, uh, is there a direct show direct of the brand. comparison, yeah. But again, yeah, like with how, um, with how frank, brazen, brash, Orokan was with their, um, with their ad lang. Uh, apart from being contradictory, it also felt a bit, uh, what do you call this? Like what they said, a bit, Plastic, because I mean, let's not lie, deba. Like we we post this content for uh for the performance, for marketing, for meeting our brand and awareness goals, and I just I just wish it were a different uh, approach because again, like there was really no need to kind of point fingers. On other brands, although you again, it wasn't directly mentioned, and it just came off as a bit. Uh, what do you call this again? Like, how fun are you at parties, de ba? Uh, yeah. <laughs> parang ganon, parang ganon. Uh, like, wow, you must be fun at parties, no? <laughs> <laughs> Ayon. I guess in a, like in a sense, like if you look at it from a branding perspective, it makes sense because Orokan targets um, a market that. I believe would really have sympathized with that mm. notion. You know, sure. nila, di ba, na bawal pla- ah, parang yun, huwag na tayo magplastikan dito. Uh, that uh, sentiment is very easily what do you call this? You can easily uh, relate to it. Easily right, relatable. Yeah. So it was witty in that sense. Kasi yeah. nga plastic sila and huwag na tayo magplastikan dito. Cause who likes a plastic person, di ba? A plastic brand, but uh, it kind of for me, yeah, it 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 worked against them. Parang witty but a bit short-sighted. Cause again, like the messaging will kind of backfire yeah, on yeah. them for people who really think about um, what they wanted to say and in the context of when it was said. Mm-hmm. So ayon, ilang someone who will really look at the messaging flatly at just. Plain and simple at the messaging will really have laughed that probably shared it, I mean, yeah. and sent it to their friends. But 
again, people who who know how marketing works will probably scoff at it and say, "Na, uh, well, look at you." Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Knowing basically what you're calling us out for. Right. Oh, very hypocritical. Uh, actually, yeah. Like when I, when I first saw the ad, my, my knee-jerk reaction was like, haha, witty. And I was like, so close to sharing it. And then talagang, it really hit me na, wait, I'm falling for their trap. Alam mo yun? I'm falling yeah. for it. And it made me feel, it, it made me feel bad then, kasi parang, ang dystopian ng idea na, we now have ads that call out advertising. You know what I mean? Parang it, it, exactly. diba? it, it's a meta thing na talagang, like nag-explode yung, diba? nag-explode yung mind ko na parang, oh my God, you're calling out advertising but you're also an ad and that is an advertisement. As in, sobrang nagsa-cycle-cycle siya sa utak ko and it, it, it just felt like, oh, we're trapped in capitalism or whatever. <laughs> Ayun, so wala lang. Nagkaroon ako ng moment na ganun. Anyway. No, but valid yun. Valid yun kasi uh, actually. Like, brands calling out other brands, I think, is a very responsible thing to do. Sure. Like, well, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get to it in, at some point. But I think for one way for Orohan to really make this work for them is to follow up. Alam mo yun? Kasi like, uh, moment marketing is good right then and there but again virality kasi is not something you can control especially the reasons why you go viral like mm-hmm. you can't dictate if you go viral for a post yeah uh whether it's gonna be good or bad for you yeah. or for the brand diba so while moment marketing is good for instant you know just the instant reward for reaction share awareness whatnot um it would be good to have a follow-up to uh, add context to what you said. Yeah, because if you're trying to do a moral ad, right? you're calling people out for being plastic, so you're trying to be like parang morally superior. So yeah. you actually trying do something that's... Trying to take the moral high ground. Uh-oh. So <laughs> if you want to take the moral high ground, do something that's actually moral, which yeah. is to, I don't know, maybe like give her money or I don't know, or support her in her next... Her, My her next, next question ano. with Orokan is, or any brand for that matter that mm-hmm. again like rode on the instant clout of Hudelin is that after this ba will there be plans to be supporting right <laughs> while they train diba? exactly so. yeah so um actually that's that's a good segue to the next question so uh we mentioned earlier that you are familiar with the uh, the sports the sports kickball scene <laughs> um so you have you you're more or less familiar with how athletes would probably react if something like that happened to them if moment marketing suddenly like uh what do you call this uh use their image and their accomplishments so um in general how do you guess or how do you think uh an, an ordinary athlete who achieves something good would feel about uh this phenomenon hmm. well while I can't really speak for any athlete, no. I well, I would imagine that they'd be thankful, naman, to some extent. Because again, that's still that I, you can't argue against the value of well, it's money, diba? Like yeah, it's still good press, diba? Yeah, you can't argue against the the value of that of the gesture. Um, but what I'm guessing really is, especially if these athletes have good managers, is that 
um, by using the image of the athlete, because the company gains more. So even though that's not um, what you call this directly attributed or a direct, yeah, an advert advertisement that's directly attributed to the image of the the athlete. They'll gain from it later on. Magkakaroon yan ng conversions. But, ayun nga, like, for me, I feel like yung managers, no mga athletes, will have something to say about using the name of the athlete itself. Because you just don't drop a celebrity's name to endorse a brand if hindi naman talaga, diba? Because that name will have power. Yeah. So, for the athletes, and... Ako, I think kasi like, again, these athletes, while during training, they were hungering for these kinds of, support, for this kind of support. Mm-hmm. Uh, parang ang nangyayari kasi is, tinatanggap na lang nila. Because, again, like, parang, oh, finally, eto na, diba? So, kaya nagkakaroon ng sense of, yun nga, parang, tatanggapin ko na lang, appreciate ko na lang, and ganto ganyan. But if you look at how marketing works, nga, I I just hope that later on the future steps to using their names, dropping their names again, like yeah. using their images, their wins in the future, will have more payoff for them. Because again, mm-hmm. that's that's their name, that's their reputation, and for brands yeah. to use that in their campaigns, it has to go both ways. Like you can't. About would you be comfortable with a brand using your name, your success, ride on it, and then not get it, get, get anything in return? Yeah, sure. I, I, I mean, for, like if I were a famous person, like it's not even the money I'm concerned with. It. I'm also concerned about uh, what brands are using my name because if it's something that I don't believe in, like yes. for example, if you're an environmentalist, tapos the the brand is uh, so, is is uh, petrol, alam mo yun, or gasoline. Diba? Parang, uh, tas, diba? Yeah. Siyempre, labag sa kalooban mo yun. Would you suggest, like, would you suggest that Heidelin specifically, uh, how, how, trademark her name or image or or something like that? Would would you suggest her going that far? For me, because it's it it really depends on Heidelin's future goals mm-hmm. and alam yun, her well her her plans. Does she plan on competing again? Does she plan on officially endorsing brands, Because again, it all boils down to the athlete. That's why I said right. kanina that I can't really speak for any one athlete no. in particular. Because there are athletes who you know like they develop their careers. Some eventually become coaches, and then they use their names to. Um, market coaching services in the future, but some start training schools, some start uh, yeah, coaching younger athletes, and then starting an academy, a center, whatnot. And then there are athletes who, again, just uh, choose to, I don't know, retire early or take a backseat from competing and whatnot. So, for me, if, again, like, it goes two ways. If Hidelin decides that she wants to um follow a path that alam mo yun, could open up doors and opportunities for her to yeah. again like really use her name na oh I'm an Olympic gold medalist in the future and again that's to her advantage that's her marketing advantage eh. 
like I would probably advise her na to really I wouldn't say trademark but just be careful with you know yun nga parang or watch out for brands that would like to use her name and really just protect yourself kasi I'm sure some other um some other person who knows about sports law and protecting athletes better right, right. will have better commentary on this but ayun that's one way that's one way kasi that athletes can be i know can be exploited eh. mm-hmm. na again nga because there are there is this belated celebration of them parang mm-hmm. they would just again accept the clout quote unquote na binibigay din ng brands because let's not deny naman na these brands have the ability to boost your ano yeah. your presence diba yeah so i'm not trying to say that they should kumbaga parang deny or be too strict about policing that i'm just saying na again like these corporations they have objectives and by and with anything they do it's to meet those objectives just be really scrutinizing in terms of who you partner with and again like you said nga like what if it's a brand that they don't really advocate for mm-hmm. diba they have to be really firm in terms of uh who and what they associate with they yeah. they associate yeah. their name and cuz they themselves they're they're brand names there's that's why we have a thing as personal branding diba mm-hmm. like they're a brand na and i just mm-hmm. be careful with who and what they associate with okay so um besides the the what do you call this the identity aspect uh let's talk more about how we can improve moment marketing in general like what do you think can be done better when it comes to this kind of marketing uh you mentioned earlier like regulations uh so do you have any other ideas to ensure that moment marketing doesn't become like doesn't cross like ethical lines mm. It's very difficult to comment on because uh, the digital space is a very is a space that we find hard to control, right? Like the right. in, even developed countries have difficulty controlling what goes what circulates around social media, right? And the and the bigger digital space, but here, because and this is me specifically addressing the brands, no? Because again, like we. We can't really control what goes viral on the internet. So for me, a good or ethical example of moment marketing really is just hindi siya in the moment for me. Like it's something na alam mo na your brand really has been advocating, supporting, whatnot. And if it is moment marketing, like just spur of the moment, I want to support this cause, go. We go back, we circle back to the point on follow-up, continuity, diba? Kasi, like, my frustration with a lot of brands, and I know this is a frustration that is shared by many people, kasi nga, like, um, it, it, Let's not even look at the Olympics. Let's look. Let's look at somewhere near near lang. Like 
a few months ago, we had Pride and a lot of people were calling out the brands that were already rainbow washing their logos, right, 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 their right. merch. They come up mm-hmm. with these fun shindigs, events, new products, mga spin-off lines that ride on Pride. But if you do a little bit more digging into those brands, wala naman silang policies that support LGBTQ plus uh, people, de ba employees? Right. They discriminate against mm-hmm. others. Alam mo yun, sometimes exploiting LGBTQ plus talents. So for me, moment the the a good and ethical example of moment marketing isn't really mom- like it. It's well thought of in the sense na again like. If it's a cause, an athlete or whatnot, it has to be something that you know in your company culture or someone in your team really advocates for it and can really spread awareness and education about it. That would be my holy grail for for moment marketing. Marketing, and then if not, again, like suddenly you your you. So you discover that your consumers or your clients actually find um, that your brand could do good in by just by showing support, and then you decide on doing it, even though you didn't really have history showing support for it. Then, alam mo parang just genuinely take actions to create continuity for that advocacy. Uh-huh. Alam mo So. I think a good example about this for this I would say is Anoy. I'm gonna be a bit biased, no? <laughs> and it's a sports brand. Uh it I'm gonna have to say really it's the North Face. I've worked at the North Face before and what I really like about them is that uh I don't know if you would recall, but like during 2019, 2020, or yeah, 2018 to 2019, around that time, um, wall climbing and Spartan races were on the rise. Right, yeah. Um, and even before that, actually, the North Face would already support mga small, mga small athletes, as in like athletes okay. that have no budgets. Or have no budget, like, because these athletes, then, because they, they, anyway, they approach the brand. So mm-hmm. you can't, like, brands can't argue that um, athletes don't approach them because I've been there, I've been in the spot, uh-huh. I've been a marketer, and I know they reach out to brands for possible right. support. And again, that while the brand has to be selective in terms of who they support, what I appreciate lang nga is that. Before the rise of the whole Spartan thing and the wall climbing thing, uh, yeah, wall, wall climbing and Spartan races, uh, the North Face and other brands, I think, in their uh, in their distribution, are were already supporting small time athletes. And then when some of, uh, I, I I'm bad at names, but yeah, when some of the athletes were already able to go to go compete at the Sea Games level, I believe. They were already endorsers of the North Face okay. or Sal or other brands, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So ayun lang. Again, moment marketing is good. But 
it has to be sort of to some extent planned Mm-mm. by the brand. Parang, I like the notion of nurturing athletes and then when they win, yes, let's celebrate, let's do that moment marketing or whatnot. Uh, but yeah, no, for me, my personal opinion really is that there, there has to be some kind, there has to be some thought put into it before it can be considered like a good move for a brand. Uh, and I think uh, you're also saying that uh, there also has to be far more action involved. Like it should go beyond a simple Facebook post. Exactly. Um, yeah, if it yep. involves like the lives of other people. Yeah, and the causes that they support, mga issues that have been yeah. plaguing us for very long times. Mm-hmm. Alam mo yun? Parang, let's just think of it as a marketer would think of it, diba? Like, Consumers these days, especially with how fast everything spreads on the internet and the conversations that happen in the individual bubbles of communities, niches, there will be a lot of discussion. And when you're being ingenuine, it gets spotted right yeah. away. Yeah. And again, like with information so readily available online. Uh, you can bet those consumers, your audiences, they're going to do a, a bit of background research. Not everyone is going to do a background research, but what if there was that just one person who yeah, did it? Yeah, there will be enough. Yeah, yeah. There will always be, like you said, there will always be enough people to police you. And then when they do, what's going to happen next? What's going to be your brand strategy? What's going to be mm-hmm. your, what do you call it? Your, your so-called crisis intervention. Right? Like everything for me... That, you have you have to think number one, if this message that you're putting out is aligning with your brand message and the message that your consumers want to hear, and second of all, more than that message, it has to be showing in terms of your brand support or brand actions, deba. Right? Like, if, for example, see Adidas, like, they had uh, Run for the Oceans, and it was in partnerships with Parley, an upcycling, uh, yeah, a plastic upcycling organization. And it, they worked together to produce, uh, uh, yeah, to develop a shoe that's yeah, made yeah. of plastic. Right, right. So that's, that sounds, that seems like moment marketing, because... Uh-huh. Oh, July na. July na. Let's post our plastic, uh, yeah, our plastic-free yeah. content. Diba? Uh-huh. But it's really not. It wasn't uh-huh. moment marketing. It's really, it was planned. There was a whole campaign around it. They executed a run, apart from Run for the Oceans, which, alam mo for every kilometer you run, they recycle, upcycle plastic bottles or a certain amount of plastic bottles and then they develop a shoe that's made of plastic which again follows through with the message that we want to upcycle plastic so it doesn't end up in our oceans. So things mm-hmm. like that. Again, it doesn't seem like moment market. It seems like moment marketing but it's actually well planned and thought of mm-hmm. and these are causes that they really support. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. okay. So uh, we're actually down to our last two questions. Uh, so this next one is uh, heavy guts siya. Uh, so how do you feel about the state of advertising and marketing in the Philippines 
in general, like what kind of future, for instance, do you see in the for the industry? Hmm. <laughs> um, I would say that in the Philippines, uh, marketing and advertising here actually has a long way to go uh, in terms of really demonstrating its power in affecting the perception of people. Alam mo Because mm-hmm. here, a lot of, again, like, there are already a lot of brands and that speak about advocacies. But I feel like there is little follow-through in terms of turning those messages into action. Mm-hmm. And that's actually one trend in advertising and marketing that I'm glad I'm seeing and getting to work on, actually. Because if you look at or if you've read enough uh, articles about branding and advertising right now, I still have to make my peace with how I feel with it, but they call it kasi advocacy marketing. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So, while there are good examples, there are also bad examples. So, there are good examples in that, again, as we said, create content and advertising materials that speak about an issue and then is followed through by action. And then there are bad ones like yung, yun nga, uh, rainbow washing and then wala namang, ano, wala namang policies, wala namang action in terms of protecting and protecting and pushing for the rights of the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Philippines, per se, I believe that, again, like, we have little explored our ability. And I'm including myself in this narrative, no? Because it's very hard to push for these kinds of things, especially now in the agency side. And, yeah, I'm working in the agency side. There are brands who are still on the fence about talking about issues or addressing issues head on. So, it's a balancing act then, diba? Like, the responsibility doesn't just fall on the brands, but also in the agencies that are working with these brands. Alam mo yun? Like, a lot of brands nowadays, they work with agencies like us who develop campaigns for them. And if they feel like these agencies, if they feel like there are advocacies that these brands can speak of or speak about, I... I would actually urge you to encourage them to do it, diba? Because, again, like, consumers nowadays, they're not just looking for brands, they, for brands that sell them stuff. They're looking for brands that care about the things they care about. Alam mo, parang, just, in, I mean, for lack of a better term, that's the quote-unquote trend nowadays. Like, you have to be talking about things that, Alam mo yun, your consumer actually wants to talk about, they care yeah. about. And with yeah. Gen Z kasi, they're considered right now, I mean, in the marketing era, like, you know how demographics go, the millennials or this kind of uh, audience. And Gen Z is, again, the kind of audience that is very aware of these issues and they mm-hmm. want to make a change. Like, surprisingly, or, yeah, again, surprisingly, and I, I, I admire these kids, no? Like, a lot are actually starting their own... Um, what do you call this? Their own nonprofits, their own, I know, their own advocacy. Uh, what do you call this? Yeah, their own advocacies. They're pushing mm-hmm. for it. And they're getting younger and younger. There are more change yeah. makers now yeah. 
I see it, or I hope I hope there are, no? Baka mamaya, yung, <laughs> like, yung bubbles ko lang pala, no? But, yun, again, um, I would like to see more agencies push for brands to talk about issues and succeedingly, uh, what do you call this, push for more action. And the brands them, themselves, because there are brands naman with in-house or can... Yeah, they can they come up with campaigns on their own and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually, it, it, this isn't the Philippines, but it suddenly came to mind right now. Na because I've I've been binging Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> for the past few days, um, nakataon lang and it, I've really noticed that every time there someone pitches something, like more often than not these days, uh, they always mention like. Five uh, percent of the proceeds will go to this blah blah. Parang there, parang uh, if you if you go through all the seasons of Shark Tank, parang parami ng parame uh, as the years grow closer. Um, ng mga ng mga companies or mga products na they always try to make sure that there's some sort of um, advocacy aspect to it, that they're trying to help uh, somebody out of it. Um, mm-hmm. Ayun, so or even as simple as uh, they always mention like a lot of companies always mention like this is 100% American made because they want to make it a point that they're giving jobs to uh, fellow Americans and they're also avoiding yung mga sweatshop chuva ng like in in Southeast Asia. Yes, uh, exactly modern slavery. So ayun, so even something as simple as that they always make sure to mention it. Diba? So, wala lang. Na, na, naalala ko lang. So, uh, I guess, yeah. if, mm-hmm. ayun, yeah, in, in that sense, I, I, I would imagine we are heading in a, in a decent direction. Yeah, sir. Yeah, like, uh, well, again, as, as we mentioned, no, consumers are, ano na, they're very, uh, they're, conscious. They're, yes, they're very conscious. Like, if they were conscious two, five years ago, they're even more so now. Kasi nga, yeah. like, with all these issues being brought to light, Mm-mm. and I'm glad that they are, they know how to police brands now, even far beyond the looking at the value of a product. Like, uh, some really look into the history of the product, and Uh-oh. with cancel culture, nga, diba? like with cancel culture. I was culture, about to mention, yeah, I was like, about to mention, like Food hmm. Panda. Uh, I, I know, alam ko papatay ng Food Panda, pero, <laughs> ayun, like, uh, yeah, ayun, parang, um, because they because of that whole bruhaha sadava with the boycott of the drivers a lot of people are calling for people to boycott food panda so there's actually like uh may power na talaga oh may power na talaga yung uh yung consumer in in such a different way yes uh, now so, yeah it's not just it's it's not just ano eh before yung concern lang ng marketers is really that uh they'll research about my product research about my competitor's product, they'll compare, uh, and then they, might, they may or may not end up buying. That's yeah. not consumer. It's just that simple. Uh-oh. Yeah, but now, our problems are getting more and more complex. No, I'm saying, no, it's, a, it's a good kind of problem to be Yeah, it's honest. a good problem to have. Like, these, well, a lot of brands, because like, before this new age consumerism if that's what you want to call it i can't think of a better term <laughs> but yeah this uh this new breed of consumers 
really know how to look into and do their background check on a brand. Uh, especially, especially when they do things like moment marketing. Yes. Uh, See, these promises, they're really big. Like, yeah. and people, again, knowing marketers and their promises and how they often, more often than not, turn out to be very empty. Alam mo yun, consumers and audiences are just tired. They want to see more action. Mm-mm. Okay, diba? so we're actually down to our last question. And in this podcast, it's our beauty queen question. So, oh, Minette Lagman. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, what's your, Jan Minette, sorry, Jan Minette Lagman. What's your message to people thinking of getting into this industry? For me, getting into this industry, actually, you have to have a lot of guts to really fight for what you believe in. Because um, this industry, I won't lie, it's a very, uh, mm, what do you call this? Mm. Don't say anything that might get you fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I, I, I won't. <laughs> this industry has a, very, has a lot of attractive parts about it. Okay. Number one, you get to be creative. Alam mo explore different ways on how to talk to people. Number two, it pays well. Diba? Like if that wasn't re- enough reason to be number one, um, it pays well. And number three, it's it's honestly fun. It's it's fun to be coming up with these ideas, to be looking for creative and innovative ways on how to tell people about a brand that you believe in. But again, because it's so attractive, you have to have firm beliefs and principles that you uphold. Because it's so easy, especially for um, for agency people, to, alam yun, to give in to demands of brands. And this goes both ways, no? Brands to agencies, agencies to brands. Na sometimes, they can be, I know. They can be detrimental, or I don't know. They have more. They have bigger impact. They have impacts in bigger society that can more or less be harmful directly or indirectly. Right. So you'll have to know how to push back, and alam yon, push back in a way that's reasonable. And yun, that's my number one, talaga. That's my number one advice to someone who wants to go into this industry. Have firm beliefs, because whether it's being pressured into a situation where your principles are, alam yun, challenged, or not necessarily challenged, but you can do a whole lot of good. Diba? Like you can push again, like I, like we mentioned earlier, you can push for brands to speak about advocacies that you feel are aligned with theirs. Will benefit not just the brand but also their consumers and the communities that they serve. Mm-hmm. Diba? So yeah, it goes both ways. Having that, I know that that moral compass guide you, whether it's again being pushed against the wall or. I mean, breaking walls in that brands and agencies haven't explored yet in terms of advocating for causes, mm-hmm. issues, or whatnot. And just, yeah, 
Like like we like what we like saying, diba? Affecting positive change. Mm-hmm. So, yun. Let that Yay. moral come. Congratulations, Ming. You have endured our interview. Speaking of endurance yes. sports. Uh, <laughs> I hope it made some sense. <laughs> yes, yes, you definitely did. Uh, that was a great conversation. So, thank you, Jan Minet Lagman, for being our guest today. Yay! Ayan. Uh, to, to our listeners, nagbigay siya ng finger heart sa akin. So, binalikan ko siya ng finger heart. Ayan. So, that, guys, is our show. If you would like to guest on I've Got an Opinion or want to submit an opinion piece to Rappler, just email opinion at rappler.com. I'm Marguerite De Leon. Thank you for listening.